This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Let's start in our own division when we look around the NFL. We're seceding from the AFC North? <laughs> no, we're not seceding from the AFC North. It's not at all where I was going. I, was just... <laughs> I thought you were saying let's start our own division. No, let's start with our own division uh, as we look around the NFL. Okay. <laughs> the Steelers division where we win it every year and we're automatically in the playoffs every that's a great, year. That's a great it's idea. It's a great idea. I love it, honestly. I think we deserve it, to be quite honest with you. If any team deserves it. Is the NFL's version of the Joker playing quarterback in Cleveland right now? Because that was one well, of the who's more playing quarterback in Cleveland right now. Well, that was one of the more as far, if there is a, let's do this project this saying again. If they play tomorrow, be Baker Mayfield. Why did he release the thank you Cleveland? That's Joker esque level that, madness. Like, that is, thanks Cleveland for all the memories. Love it so much. You're still here, bro. Is like, that him getting out ahead of it? Yeah, but that's a bad look because sure. because. You want to make sure that you look like your head's on straight for the other teams that are now going to want to sign you. You don't I want to have them be like, yeah, Baker's available, but remember how crazy he was when he said he's already off the team before it was official? Like, I don't want him to can, be getting mad at stuff that we do behind the scenes and going to social media about it. Can we quickly go down the list of teams that would actually start Baker Mayfield over the guy they have now? Yes. I love okay. this game. Not Buffalo. Not, not Buffalo, New England. Not, New not England. Miami. No. Not the Jets because they just got Wilson. They would probably start him over the Wilson. It's just the Jets being it's the Jets. Jets. not the Bengals, not the Steelers, the Browns, maybe. He is not the start. Ravens. Not the Ravens, right? Yes. The Titans. No. The Colts. Right now, yeah, because they have Ellinger, but I right. bet they're going to get someone better. They have to go out and get someone. Jimmy G, someone like that. Houston, if they don't, if when we they inevitably. Part Lose ways Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson. Yeah, Houston would be good. And by the way, Baker might be in a trade package <clears throat> for Deshaun Watson. So uh, I don't want to talk about that. I really would not like to talk. Jacksonville, no. No. Uh, no one City, in the West. No you can just West, say yes. no one in the Get, West. Uh, Dak, no for Dallas. Philly, no. no. Washington, no because no. they just got Wentz. Giants, yes. Giants over, over Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Green Bay, no. Minnesota, no. no. Chicago, no. no. Detroit, maybe. Yes, I'd start him over Goff. Okay. Tampa Bay, no. New Orleans, maybe. Don't, they don't have one right now. Well, if they retain if they retain Jameis. Do they have Taysom Hill under contract, or is their quarterback <laughs> very realistically either Trevor Simeon or Ian Book right now? We'll just, for our sake, assume that's the case. We'll say I'd say New yes Orleans, on yes. New Orleans. Atlanta, no. no. Carolina, yes. Carolina, yes. Unless they get Deshaun Watson. Right. Well, same thing for New Orleans. Rams, Rams no. obviously not. Cardinals, No. no. San Fran and Seattle, no. maybe. No San Fran. Seattle, they need it. Trey mm-hmm. Lance is better in their sure. mind probably already than Baker Mayfield. Seattle, but we listed, Seattle maybe. There's we like listed, three of them, three or four. And in right. two of those, the Colts being one of them, we were just we like, expect, well, that's just a matter of time. We ex- Saints, Colts, too, that's a Saints, matter of time. the Panthers, maybe, to go out and get someone. Yeah, because you're going to see Jimmy, Jimmy G, G land somewhere, which I think I would start him over Baker. You're going to see Deshaun Watson move. You're going to see Jameis Winston be somewhere, whether it's New Orleans or somewhere else. He'll be starting wherever he goes. So those are three teams that we considered. Mitch is already off the board. So right. Well, those, I'm just saying yeah. those are three teams that we considered with no quarterbacks currently, but we know there are three quarterbacks out there better, Jimmy G, Deshaun, Jameis, who will land somewhere, and if somehow he's on the same team, Baker, as those guys, he's going to start behind him. So yes. now, realistically, there's, what, three teams, four teams max out there that could use Baker? 
So yeah, you, you, if three. You're... I'm gonna go three: the Giants, mm-hmm. the Texans, mm-hmm. and the Seahawks. Okay, those are the only three. Seattle's probably gonna pick Malik Willis too. I think in the draft. Well, so. there you go. So that's even. So now you're you're, if you're Baker Mayfield, there is such a little for you specifically, not just teams with in need of quarterback because we know there are teams that need a quarterback, but we know there those teams are looking elsewhere quarterback. What are you doing? Well, let's look at it from this perspective too. <laughs> The teams that are rumored to be in on Deshaun Watson, in, in, have meetings with him. And by the way, Deshaun Watson said he really was wooed by all four of the meetings. And sure. I'm getting sick of him already. And I, I think it's pretty fair. And it's I just an ego. I don't think I have to right? tell you why I'm getting sick of him. I mean, with all of the civil suits that are still piled up against him, it's just... But also just the whole... Oh, I get to pick my destiny. I get to, it, it, something just doesn't seem right about that. Like he gets to now choose where he lands after all of this BS off the field. But I digress to get away from that. Saints, Panthers, and the Browns were kind of the three teams initially, with the Saints and the Panthers being the loudest about it, and the Browns kind of just you know entering in the back door. And then all of a sudden, the Falcons entered that. You know, hometown team for Deshaun Watson. Schefter was on SportsCenter saying that Deshaun Watson was a ball boy for a few seasons for the Atlanta Falcons. So, like, and his family is pretty good friends with the Blank family. So, Falcons emerge as a dark horse contender, which, by the way, if that happens, then Matt Ryan's on the move now. And then there's another quarterback. But that's just Matt Ryan will take a spot. Yeah. So, (laughs) out of those four teams, who can offer the best quarterback? In, in a trade, because we know it's going to be at least three first-round picks. That's what the Texans have said all along. But I'm sure they want to get maybe a quarterback in there as well. Is it Baker and the Browns? Because of Matt Ryan's probably better, but he's old. So Baker's got potential, and you can kind of talk, you know, okay, Matt regard- Ryan was a regard- first overall regardless pick. Regardless of age. I don't think he was first overall. He was first round. Very high first right. round. Right, but... <clears throat> At his age, I'm still going Matt Ryan over Baker Mayfield today. Even if you're the Texans and it's all about the future, so why oh, not? Oh, I'm sorry. Four future first-round picks is enough of a future. Think about it this way, though. You can get those first-round picks and a quarterback that maybe he figures it out, and then you have the quarterback position figured out and first-round picks and to it's, use. And it's clear Whereas the, Matt Ryan, you maybe get good play from Matt Ryan for a year or two, but the cliff's going to fall It's out. also clear to me that the relationship between Cleveland and Baker is completely unhealthy. So maybe it's something like Mitch Trubisky in Chicago. Get him out of Chicago. Get him out of Cleveland. That's what I'm trying to say. You unearth a quarterback. That's why I think the Browns, if they're willing to part ways with three first-round picks and Mayfield, that's the package I would lean towards if I was Houston's GM because I can see what I have in, in Mills, the quarterback that they drafted last year, and Baker. They can compete. Baker probably wins the job. I go into a season scene if Baker does have the Baker goods. better hope he wins that job. Yeah, so I, I get to see one season of Baker. I don't like what I see. I got a lot of first-round picks here. I can either use them to trade up in a package to get the next guy, or I can, in a quarterback-heavy draft class that's supposed to be 2023, I can pick a guy wherever – I'm picking as a terrible team, and then I got another pick in the late first round to help build around them. So I just think that with getting Baker, it's kind of like when the Lions got Jared Goff as as well as those picks for for Matt Stafford. It's like we get the picks, and we also get to experiment with the quarterback kind of right away. And we get to decide if he's trash or if he can, you know, maybe reestablish himself, have a little career renaissance. So I, I think the Browns, if they wanted to, could give the best package it ultimately comes down to Deshaun Watson wanting to play there, though. And I'm sorry, 
but New Orleans, Carolina, mm-hmm. are all more attractive cities to me than, than Cleveland. Cleveland. For sure. And I'm pretty sure he feels the same way as I do. I don't think there's anyone who would disagree. Yeah, those three really are in a different tier than Cleveland. You also have to consider... Cleveland, Ohio, or Charlotte, Carolina? Well, also, hmm. not only that, consider the the NFL circumstances of it. If you go to Cleveland, you're in facing the up... You're, not only the AFC, but the AFC North. You're now in a, in a division with Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Steelers, who maybe not have a better quarterback, but, but are always competitive. Th- maybe in three years it is a... But still, based off of this offseason alone, for clearly trying to compete, and then you look at the AFC bigger picture. I like what you said, too, about it, because the Steelers are just going to be a son of a bitch to play against. Exactly. Like Tomlin, the T.J. Watts breathing down your neck for a full 60 minutes. You're just going to hate it. Well, the best part about that Baker tweet was all the Steelers fans being sarcastic, like, thank you, Baker, for the last three years of letting us watch T.J. Watt just Just scare the crap out of you. But... You look at the bigger picture. That how moment, you really the moment where it was like you don't belong on the yeah. NFL field. That was sad to see that Monday night game. I mean, not for me. It was glorious, it was, but sad. But, but glorious, it was perfect. It was Ben's sad. last home. But it was Baker's undoing essentially. Anyways, um, you look at the bigger picture. You know that there are six quarterbacks overall in that AFC. Seven, if you want to include uh, Derek Carr as well. Yes. That are elite quarterbacks in this in this league. Good luck winning in that conference, whereas we've talked about it before. In the NFC side of things, there's Brady, there's Stafford, and there's Rodgers. And that's it. Sure, if you go to the NFC South, which is where the Saints and the Falcons all are located, you're going to be playing for a wild card spot because you can assume the Panthers or the Buccaneers will win that division. But that's it. I mean, you, you basically have a guaranteed wild card spot because there are so little... Teams in the NFC competing with you for that wild card spot. Yeah, I, I, that's well said. The AFC is an absolute bear. I mean, it's far and away the better conference. It's not even close. I mean, when you figure out how you're going to fill out a playoff, you know, a, a, a teams that are going to make the playoffs in the AFC, I think I get to seven that I'm pretty comfortable are going to make it, which is kind of scary because there's only seven spots there. We'll do a little hierarchy of the AFC teams as they stand right now, at least in our minds. But before we get there... Probably the biggest splash signing so far that wasn't a quarterback or movement of a quarterback like Russell Wilson happened in Buffalo yesterday with the Bills signing Vaughn Miller to a six-year right. deal worth What's, $51 million guaranteed. For, for what the name is, it's telling how big the contract—people are talking not so much about, oh, it's Vaughn Miller, but you're giving Vaughn Miller six— Years. He's 33 years old. Right That's now. the detail I'm more concerned about. He's 33 years old. It looked like he was going to have <laughs> trouble with injury, and he was slowing down a bit in Denver. Got a little second wind when he went to Los Angeles. Helped them win a Super Bowl. Was really good all through the playoff run. Kind of probably reset the market for himself. And yeah, the term is really questionable when you're when you're looking at if it. it's a if it's a Von Miller contract for three years, I say wow, Buffalo is really this team, right? They are the best team getting better and they're trying to win now. They still are. They still are, but I don't understand six years. I don't either, but if they win a Super Bowl in the next two, just one Super Bowl in the next two years, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's completely worth it. 
even if you have to eat some of it at the end of his career if he retires or if he's just not good and you got to just put down a, a shell of Von Miller's self on your defense and he's just playing average football, if he got you a ring in those first two years of that contract, I think it's all worth it. The thing is, I think Buffalo's good enough to have not brought in Von Miller and they could have won without him. Teams do. Yeah, they, they, add- they put themselves over the top. My concern is... Was Vaughn Miller really that good in L.A. because he was playing with as Vaughn Miller, but alongside – you're Vaughn Miller, you're going to the Hall of Fame, but you're not even the best edge guy in your team or the best pass rusher in your team because you're playing with Aaron Donald. Now Vaughn Miller kind of has to be Vaughn Miller. Vaughn Miller of young, Vaughn Miller of Super Bowl 50 MVP caliber. Does that tra- – will, will he be able to – Will he be able to, to be like that reut- with, or by like himself regain when he's that the success? Guy right when he's due. I don't know. I don't know either. But it's a risk that the Bills are taking, and I think the Bills have done pretty good in free agency as far as big game hunting is concerned. They got Von Miller and they got JD McKissick from the from football Washington. team, which is big because the Bills is running. Offense. And I like JD McKissick. You always talk about AJ Dillon supplanting uh, uh, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. J.D. McKissick, I think, had the same trajectory over what's his name in Washington. I think whoever the starting running back was in Washington. He's so great, you don't even remember. I think McKissick is a major upgrade for them because they were not good running the ball position for the past several Mm -hmm. seasons, and now I think you've got a legit playmaker there. But one thing I'm seeing with Buffalo that I still am a little weary about is I think they need another receiver. I I think well they're gonna lose Cole Beasley right? Who cares? I don't care about that. That's that's nothing. Is Gabe Davis good enough to be a number two? No, I think Gabe I mean, Davis he had, had, what, he had seventeen touchdowns in that AFC playoff game. Right, he had but four, which is wild. But I don't think he's a good enough number two. Emmanuel Sanders was really good at the beginning last year, and everybody thought they figured out their number two. And then he kind of faded. Became an old man because he is an old man, and he just faded down the stretch. I think the Bills can get into trouble sometimes because teams can pay too much attention to Stephon Diggs and just neutralize that aspect of it. Um, I mean, do you push back on me at all when I say that their second-best passing threat is Tyler Higbee, the tight end? Behind Diggs, right? Yeah, behind Diggs. No. And is Higby even that good? It's not Higby. I'm thinking that's the guy from the Rams. I can't even remember. Now, we're doing terrible at remembering uh, players' names. Oh, it's Dawson in this Knox. Dawson Knox. Why did I say Higby? Dawson Knox is probably the second best one, right? As far as Allen's concerned, who he throws to. Right. Well, sure. In terms of who Allen wants to give the ball to, yeah. So I, I would go out and get another receiver rather I, than spend that money on Von Miller. Oh, no. I, I think it's good there, too. But I'm just saying you've you've got a good pass rusher now. Who helped fix your running back spot? I still think you got work to do though on that wide receiver room. Maybe you so know what? Who? Maybe it's the draft because it's so loaded that maybe, <laughs> maybe the Bills go first round. Do you know the cap receiver. space available for the Brown, or for the Bills? Probably not as much as other teams like the Steelers, but well, See, because you know we talk about free agent wide receivers. I think they should go the draft though. The Bills. I, would I know, take a wide but receiver I'm, I'm just saying when you talk about 2022 free agency. Wide receivers. There's About only nine one, million dollars. There's only one guy that comes to mind, really. Odell Beckham. Al- Allen Robinson's Jr. out there, but Odell is the guy. 
They only have and nine the, million though in cap. I feel like if they were going to do that, it would have to be that or Miller. Like it was either one or the other for them. And so they got they, they went defense. That's what I'm saying. Should they have pursued Odell instead? No, because of what I've been saying, the, the draft. draft is so stacked. They don't need to pay Odell. They need to pay the line. Here's my question. The only legitimate wide receiver that the Bills have had for the last however many years has been Stephon Diggs, who they brought in from Minnesota. Are they a good they don't they're not Kevin Colbert in terms of evaluating wide receiver talent? Are they like aren't they better off just going with the sure thing? Maybe they don't have to be good at it. Maybe they just use their first round pick with whoever's at the top of the board and all the first rounders are gonna be good this year. Yeah. So Chris Olave from Ohio State would be a really good compliment, I think, to Stephon Diggs and someone that I think the Bills can get later in the first round because, remember, they're picking later in the first they're round. They're picking, so what, 30th, 30th or 29th maybe? I think it's 29th because they lost, they, they they lost, lost the, the Chiefs. Division so, yeah, they're right. the best team that right. was in the division divisional right. round, so 29th would be 28th. I think 28th. 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 Yeah, 28th. So I think Olave could be there. Either way, I think that that's where they go with the first-round pick. I think everything's pretty much in set in place for them. I would just get some more receiver help for Diggs. And honestly, this is a luxury draft for the Bills. I mean, you obviously still have to pick a lineman because you should always pick an offensive lineman, but every pick can be used towards players that are going to make splashes and players that are going to help, you know, win now and have skill positions around Josh Allen. So it's fun when you're built up to a spot that the Bills are and you're getting into a draft because it's all pretty much luxury picks, which is a lot. A fun because it signals you're on the way to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I think they are on the way to the Super Bowl. And that kind of segues nicely into our current AFC hierarchy as it stands right now. And do you put the Bills at the top of the list? Because I think I do. I think they're my number one team in the AFC as it sits right here on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, we thought— I didn't think you were going to agree with we that. We thought they were the best team last year, right? Agreed. And they just didn't get the chance— Really quick, it was discussed yesterday how the NFL is now seriously considering changing the overtime rules. So I'm sure Bills fans are thrilled by that one year after they could have significantly benefited from those overtime rules changing. Great time. If if the overtime rules change this year, if if the overtime rules, if both teams get a shot no matter of, of who scores what, the Bills, I think, could win that game in Kansas City last year. Yeah, absolutely. I think they would have gone back and forth for a couple overtimes if that was Probably. the case. And it would have been even more of an epic football game. So, I still think they're the best team just because Mahomes and Kansas City are so reliant on the top line that if any of them falter, there it goes, right? London, London Bridge just com- collapses. But I would put them at number two. Sure. Mahomes yeah, but I'm not going to put them over Buffalo. All right, so Bills one, Chiefs are two. Do you put the Bengals at three? Are they mm. good enough to be at that point, or is there another team now that you would launch up into that that stratosphere as far as the AFC is concerned? One. Let me, okay. I have a question. Is the one you're considering also from the West? Yes. Oh, see, I thought you were going to say Tennessee. No. So you're going you're gonna to go with L.A.? I think the Chargers might be there. It's hard for me to put them at number three when they haven't made the playoffs in the East in the know. last two years. You're like a broken record with this I am. Thing. I, I mean, really Jesus. am. Until I see it, I won't believe it. Well, I think this is the year they can finally do it. Well, one thing I like about the Chargers is they've totally put it on Brandon Staley because Brandon Staley, oh, this defensive genius, he was— 
the Sean McVay of defense when he was in LA under McVay and the Rams defense was great. Now you bring him into the Chargers fold and he's gonna he's gonna fix the defense, right? Like defense is gonna get a lot better in LA. It's gonna help Justin Herbert get over the hump. Didn't do great at all last year. Was one of the worst rush defenses in the NFL right there with the Steelers. Just not a good defense overall. So what do you do? Well, if it's not Brandon Staley's fault because we think he's such a great coach, it's the players' fault, right? Right. Well, now we have Khalil Mack. Mm-hmm. Now we have JC Jackson on top of a Bosa brother and um, Derwin James that we already have. There's rumors that we're going to get Jordan Davis in the draft to, to help show up that defense. So they've put it on Staley. Like there's no more, kind of similarly to how Trubisky is now putting it on Canada, saying, well, now you have your quarterback. Let's see how the offense looks. Now it's on. Now Staley has the players on the defense to be great. You got to be great now. You also re-signed Mike Williams, so you keep that. You keep receiving, receiving options core open. intact. Yeah. Allen and Williams are a great one-two punch. Eckler's great out of the backfield. Sure. No, it's all, it's all on Staley now. Well, Sean but Slater was probably the best rookie tackle lineman in football You don't put last any year. pressure whatsoever on Herbert. He's great. Like I don't see any but reason why you gotta it's win. not his fault. You got to win. I mean, it's a lot easier to win when your defense isn't giving up 30-plus points almost every time. Well, now they shouldn't. Because now they have right. two guys up front and two guys in the backfield. I'm, gonna do the it. I'm putting the Chargers at third on my hierarchy. Okay, right so I would. And then the Bengals will be fourth for me. I would go Bengals third. I have a sneaking suspicion there might be a Super Bowl hangover in, in Cincinnati, even though they didn't win. I just have a sneaking feeling that they might struggle a bit this year. See, that could be the case, but I don't know if I see. The Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase connection struggling this year. So I'm guessing then, since you put Cincinnati at three, you're going to put Tennessee at four. I'll put Tennessee at four. Okay. At five, I'll go. No, 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 no. Sorry, I'm going to go Baltimore at four. Wow. Lamar healthy, Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters back, J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards back. The Calais Campbell thing, whether he comes back or not, makes no difference to me personally. But you get. Five starters back. Four if you want to just say only one running back can start, but really five guys back. Yeah, I'd like the Ravens to be in playoff position, but they're not number five for me. No, they're number four for me. They're number four for you. And then I would probably say Tennessee. Tennessee's my You get King Henry, and then six is L.A. Six is the Chargers for you. And then Denver at seven? Yeah, so I put Tennessee at five. At six, I'd put Baltimore at six. That's where I'd end up putting Baltimore. Seven would be Denver. Eight would be the Raiders. The Raiders probably. And that then makes nine, sense. the Steelers or I, the Patriots. Steelers or Patriots or Dolphins. I think it's either one of those three teams. Dolphins, I got to see what they do without Brian Flores. Do you get the picture we're painting for you here, though, people? That's a lot to get over to <laughs> get to the luck. playoffs. Like, Good luck coming to Cleveland. And saying, oh, I'm just going to win in Cleveland for sure. Whereas we... Dude, we're not even thinking about the Colts if they get the right quarterback. Right. Like, there's a, It's so packed. Like, Steelers fans, I just want you to kind of head into this season with this optimistic view of our offensive line is so young. We have a bridge quarterback. We're building up the defense around guys like TJ Watt, who are world beaters. It doesn't have to happen this year. And it might not because, God, there's a lot of teams you have to jump over to get there. I a think, lot of teams. I think we just listed competent 10 teams, competently 10 teams that could vie for a playoff spot this year. 
Tennessee, Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, New England, Las Vegas, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, the Chargers, Miami, Cleveland, Baltimore. I mean, Denver. There's like 12. There's like 12 teams. The only teams that I see that might not be competent at all this year are Jacksonville, Houston, and New York. Right? Yeah. Like every other team in the AFC, you can see an avenue for them being competent and being good at football. So you flip it over to the other side of things. I mean, you got your locks. Like the Rams, lock them in. Lock in the Packers. Lock in the Buccaneers now. And then lock in Dallas just because there's no one else in that division. That's and then it. is it just the AFC West? Like, is that the NFC or, or West? NFC West yeah. excuse me, is that it then? Because I think the Niners are clearly the fifth best team after you nail off all the division winners like well, that. Well, you got to know exactly what you're getting with Trey Lance. That's true, but even I don't with, know exactly. Even if he's just average, they were, and we have, they were doing okay we with have just average. No reason to believe in the Arizona Cardinals. Zero zilch nada. No reason to believe in them doing much of far as a run, but do you think they'll get there? Oh, they'll right? get there. Like, they got there last year. And maybe what if DeAndre Hopkins stays healthy? Like that could True. change comp- everything. They <laughs> did apparently they, they did lose Christian Kirk though. So yeah, Jacksonville. What are you doing? That's a lot for Christian. You're paying Kirk. that guy five years that much money. The, the wide receiver class is loaded. I don't understand why going people, out and getting I don't Christian understand Kirk. why they're doing it. I don't understand why anybody signed. I wouldn't sign a wide receiver unless it was Odell until after the draft, right? Like then sure. you start to make a run on all these guys. Kirk though is way. Throw money at Odell, Jacksonville. He's not gonna. He's not gonna say yes, but at least throw it towards him. Like I don't get it. That was a dumb signing. Also, you're you're locking yourself into five years of Christian Kirk. Yeah, he's the number three receiver, number two on a good day. I don't even know where he's gonna rank in Jacksonville because they still have people. Yeah, but it's Jacksonville. Yeah, sure. Those pieces. It's like they've duct taped together. The wheels could fall off at any moment between those teams. But yeah, I mean the NFC is just way more wide open. You get past those four teams, and then. Maybe San Fran and Arizona. I mean, Philly, Minnesota. Like, I mean, as far as the team, like, it's the, it's the exact opposite. Like, the AFC, we're naming all these teams because they're like, man, they're good. They could definitely make it. A, the NFC, we're naming all this one really great. So all these mediocre teams could win. And this is not a hypothetical that is like, okay, this could, this is just purely hypothetical. What if, right? You swap out AFC North and NFC North, the Steelers and the Packers. The Packers enter the AFC North, and the Steelers enter the NFC North. You're talking about the Steelers possibly winning that division. That's how weak the NFC North is. Steelers are guaranteed a playoff spot in the NFC. I think I agree with that, even though it's a totally crackpot thing to say. Right, and a but that's what I'm say. just saying is that that's the difference You just between... traded teams across the I just said it's a what if. What are you on, playing 2K, playing exactly. Miley, custom I'm playing, right I'm playing commissioner mode, actually. Well, I don't think there's an even better spot to end than that before you start saying but that's even how, more crazy things. That's how much things. stronger the AFC is compared to the NFC. Yes, okay. If you wanted that to be your point, yes, you have succeeded, Jacob. I did. That's going to do it for this episode of the Steelers Standard. Thanks, as always, for giving us a listen. Back again with some fresh episodes next week. Really quickly, Tom, happy birthday, buddy. Uh, Why did you have to do that? Happy birthday, Jacob. It's our birthday. This has been the Steelers Standard. Thanks for listening. I hate you. <laughs>